Hey everybody, how are you? I'll give you a moment to respond. You're good? Wow, me too. That is so good to hear. We should talk like this more often. Anyway, I'm DM Brad, and this is The Fate of Ison, Chapter 3, Episode 13. Ooh, big scary 13. Superstition and spookiness and what have you. You know what's not spooky, though? We got a new donor on Patreon this week. Woot woot, toot toot, here comes the shout-out train. Uh, to Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyser, RJ Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Afamata, Sam Malcolm, and Kydron Faust. The resistance is getting stronger, and the Arkvale Empire is shaking in its black and gold boots. Right, let's get into it. After defeating the giant clockwork scorpion in the middle of the worship district, Marley and Banfor went across town to confront Shabs, the inventor. Shabs said her clockwork man Afimata came to life and told her its name was Zero, the knowledge demon. The squadeth ventured outside where a young thief named Good Christine told them that Spritey had betrayed them to the Empire and they were not safe. They followed her to the headquarters of the Gloves Gang, where Banfor's childhood friend Jareen met them at the door. <laughs> My friends want me to DM them in a game, by the way, um, so I'm going to need helper. Did you want? Did you want my one shot it's pretty much good what's to go it? now what's your one shot the hallowed festival of frights it's a halloween themed one that jules wrote about um a haunted mansion yeah yeah fuck yeah let's party yeah i'll just give it to you it's it's a pdf <laughs> it's ready to go I'll, I'll, um, i love a pdf file um i will um <laughs> it's well because yeah, it's um, it's set in eisen and it's got some oh, characters cool. in it that you'll recognize and stuff. So, yeah. Very cool. Or, or you could just play um, suited fight the zombie Rocky with them. Yeah, I still uh, want to play I that so badly. Fight the zombie Rocky only because they aren't, they just want to like play for like two or three hours. Yeah. And yeah. if I can, I can tackle them with a pack of cards think I'll have, have trouble if they have to make characters to that extent. But definitely interested in the one shot if they like it. Okay, so. Hey, yep. Jules, you want to intro the show? <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do as good a version as Oliver. <laughs> a different episode. It was last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, that was totally last yeah, week. Look at me. This is so last week. Um... Hey everyone, this is Fate of Eisen. Yay! Intro as Soldier Marley from Dapton. <laughs> <laughs> you must. Okay, okay. Hello everyone. Yep, I got, <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Why, hello there, soldiers of the resistance. This is Soldier Marley from Dapton, introducing you to. Fate of Aizen with the Apple Squadeth here to give you another episode of very important resistance things. Very important. Who's here with me? Go. Nobody. I am the Dungeon Master. My name's Brad. Yeah, good day. My name's Oliver. I play Ben for what? Reporting for duty. Right. Duty. Stand up. Stand up straight, soldiers. Let's get to work. We've got shit to do. 
homophobic. I'll stand up how I want to. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, this is the gigantic adventures of Jeff and Simon. Um, <clears throat> a family fucking friendly. <laughs> Bro, it's so hard. Yeah. That's what you said. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, last time. <laughs> last uh, during the break i should have written up the thing script no but you were busy talking just... about the girl weren't you writing up about the girl no i just said you're playing with my pen my transformers pen okay um, last, is that the euphemism we're going with <laughs> last last time after no, Brad's a... getting hot and heavy when he brings up the transformers Last time, after oh, defeating, you are coming of age. <laughs> it's really hard to edit you. Do you know that? I now have to do it, and it's super hard. <laughs> Brad's like last, 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 last time. Oh, I know, but it's more fun to stop it. <laughs> like he just said, I now have to do it, and it's super hard. <laughs> Great, out of context. Fantastic quote. Uh, anyway. Last time on episode, no, chapter three, episode 12. That, yep, that was chapter three, episode 12. You, um, after, (laughs) I've lost it now. It's gone. It's gone. Last time on chapter three, episode 12, Marley and Bamfor went marching down to see Shabs about some uh some clockwork scorpions that appeared in the middle of the square and zero the knowledge demon that appeared in her clockwork man uh shabs didn't really know much other than the fact that her clockwork man also introduced themselves as zero and then disappeared uh we sat there bamfor and marley arguing about some stuff in front of shabs to the point where shabs thought she was going to die uh then made her stand up and saved her ass and it's ill fine and we were planning on leaving and then we got tackled by a nine-year-old girl called good christine and that's yet to be seen uh and uh she took us to doreen at the gloves gang where we're outside the headquarters and bamfor is uh unfolded in a hug did i do okay yeah you a little bit too much game perhaps Yes, so you guys are, yeah, in an alleyway in the Vice District where you've just um, had a door open and you've been greeted by Ol- um, Oliver's um, Banfall's <laughs> child, <laughs> childhood. I missed a dream, really important part. Where you found an ancient book. No, with don't care about that. And you, you gave no. Shabs. I don't care about that. I mean, I'm sure that'll happen and Shabs will contact me definitely before she makes anything. But I mean more about the fact that we found out that Spidey betrayed us! Oh, yeah, that's kind of a major plot point. (laughs) But also, on the note of the book, I'm sure that we will receive no messages and then just see a distant mushroom cloud. (laughs) She's going (laughs) to nuke the place. Well, I mean... Somehow now we've got to stay alive until the killing grounds because there's no way Marley is missing that. We've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Anyway, Jareen. Banfor is currently hugging his childhood friend Jareen, who is a midnight blue skinned tiefling. 
um, with long uh, curled back horns and he returns the um, hug from Banfor, gives him a tight squeeze of friendship and then um, leans back but still like holds his arms and, and so he can sort of look at his friend um, take them all in and just says it's, uh, it, it's, it's good to see you okay uh, settle down buddy it's good to see you my love my long lost love Banfor. let me just take you all in <laughs> like that like that can of beer that you were trying to take in before uh, or like no, Brad's cool. trying to take in his transformer pen <laughs> Brad's in the transformers you no transformers are in Brad I, I believe <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's up mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, what was the question <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> He, no, Jareen just he, he looks you up and down and just says it's 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 good to see you, uh, my, my old friend. It is, it truly is. And Banfor puts his uh, arm around him and start and walks into the room with him. Okay, with his arm around him. Cool. Um, yep. So Marley, do you and Hodge? Yeah, I just I just walk in with Hodge. If anybody questions Hodge, I'm ready to shank somebody. Um, okay. Quick question. Um, my magic shield. Yes. When I call it forth, yes. how far away will it come from? Where is it now? Oh, it's on me. Oh, it's on you. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I stopped back at the um, thingy yeah. and yeah. I got pinged for it for not drawing it. But So if I call it, how far mm-hmm. away will it come from? From your back. Oh, you mean theoretically if you took it off your person? Yeah. We don't know. You haven't tested that. Okay. Interesting. Um, what I would know is what sort of force does it come around with? Like, say I called it and someone was standing right in front of me and I called it in front of me, would yeah. it potentially hit them and do damage? It. I'd say it comes around with the same force of you grabbing it and, like, whipping it around. So it, it acts as if Pretty fair it's, force. it's being armed by an invisible arm. Okay, right. And and it's I can sort of call it to some portion of my body. Like I could call it above me or beside me, in front of me, behind me, whatever, you know. Yeah. It's more that it it's not so much a conscious thing, it more just knows where you need to be defended, as if you were holding it yourself. Cool. So say somebody was like right here in front of me, I could call it and I'd get a shield to the side of the head. I guess so. We're trying to figure out the mechanics should that arise. <laughs> it might. Fantastic continue. <laughs> Okay. Uh, if anybody has any um, in-depth information about animated shields, uh, feel free to email fateofison at you know, gmail.com. I'm, lo- I, I'm looking at you, role-playing guys. I expect that to be sorted. <laughs> role-playing guys or um, Robert Baldino. You know oh, yep. about D&D mm. 5e. Um, yep. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, um, Jareen and you walk in side-by-side side, and Marley and Hodge fall in and um uh good who's still up on your shoulders as you're about to go through the doorway she realizes that you're not crouching down to let her go through the doorway um and and okay i was gonna say she does a sweet like backflip off off your shoulders but Mm. she rolled a two so she falls backwards off your shoulders can i roll to catch her because i'm right behind bamf okay okay (laughs) i'm bump you know bunfar 
Oh, wow. Okay. You know what? I'm glad I'm getting the crap rolls out of the way because that was a three. Uh, Dex save plus five, so eight. Okay. Um, you kind of catch her, meaning like you get your arms under her, but you both then just like thump to the ground. Yeah, that's fair. Don't mind her. She's a bit silly. I don't know which one of us he's talking to. <laughs> That's what she says to good Christina. She, she pr- pick, like stands herself up and puts her on the ground, you know? <laughs> um, and Hodge and licks they, her. <laughs> Jereen says, oh, what, what, good good is, is, is one of my uh, best you know, young recruits. Um, she's excellent at running messages and, and good for you know, jobs that need small hands and much, much like the, the Thieves Guild used to make me do back in Darjin. She's gonna need some healing, Molly says. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get that taken care of. And you walk into this building that you'd think the um, DM would have like designed ahead of time. Mm. Oh, is it didn't. a stone square? Uh, it is on the outside. Um, Not really complex, obviously. Yeah, it's got like <laughs> hidden bookshelves or a trap underneath the door or yeah probably <laughs> probably that's there probably i wouldn't tell you though because definitely you know you guys have to tell me what's there. yeah there's there's a there's a globe there's a globe that opens and there's a button inside yeah. the globe and that triggers the trap door thing which slides out yeah. of the wall and goes to a thump and then it automatically rises as we walk through but like but you guys like create the world so it's kind of on you if like the world's a bit a little bit sometimes for me yeah like. Like, yeah. obviously, you know, occasionally you do get attacked out of nowhere by a giant scorpion. Um, and Because like, that seems man, completely plausible man. and logical. <laughs> and sometimes you meet, like, the ghost of Tox Stonewall underneath the city because that makes sense. Um, yeah, like, no, nah, like, obviously it's your guy's <laughs> world. Like, do whatever you want. But, no, like, it's, no, it's, it's definitely his world. <laughs> <laughs> you are just playing in it. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, did that did that give you a good five or ten minutes to come up with some stuff? <laughs> sting, sting a little bit. Uh, yeah, so um, the podcast is over. <laughs> as are the eight other games that are happening in Eisen. Um, it's all finished. So. Because of you, <laughs> yeah. You know what. Our, our Patreon people are not going to be happy about that. I mean, what are you going to say to CJ? Um, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the surge arrives. There's no wielders. The whole world's destroyed. Um, all the gods, all of the gods come, like all of them at once, and they just stand there and they go, fuck this shit, and they just nuke it. Uh, Robert's and, not uh, happy with you. Afamata is crying right now. Uh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I still think you're cute, Brad. Foxworthy. Um, gets... Do not mess with my Foxworthy. Don't do Foxworthy it. Don't do it. Of a brain aneurysm. He just, oh my he's god. Walking along one day I hate you so much. Just, I hate you so goes, much. And then falls over no. dead. <laughs> Why would you do That's that my to me? Episode so far. <laughs> this is canon now. No, it's not canon. Foxworthy yeah, is way too like important that. to the resistance. You don't. Now, you might don't, be like a week's food. No, no Foxworthy uh, situation. <laughs> um, so you walk into this room that is a small, 
box that is a very richly appointed like like living not lang- like a lounging area there's there, there are bookshelves there's very fine um furniture with like silk coverings and silk cushions it looks very much like a, like an incredibly wealthy nobles like sitting room or something but it's quite small it this is basically two couches is the only place for people to gather um <clears throat> and as you walk in dream goes uh, just just over to the left a little bit and he sort of like nudges you away from what becomes obvious as like a little switch on the floor he says okay. don't step there um and then he walks over to a bookshelf and does the very stereotypical pull a book out um and then the bookshelf turns around revealing a passage and i i turn to Doreen just for a second and say to him as as I'm about to walk down, I swear to God, if you're trying to fuck me with this, I will kill you. Tyler, your sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going I'm going full intimidation because I wanna know right now before I walk okay. down into a dark corridor. Yep, roll uh, intimidation. Then. Still has his arm around uh Jareen's shoulder uh, and looks back and, and just sort of says uh, you worry too much, but uh, uh, I, no one I need to ban for. There's a small scalpel blade on the inside of his thumb, right by Jareen's throat. <laughs> I rolled a 14, and my charisma is intimidation is plus 8. Okay, That's yeah. so weird to me. So he's... So he's Molly like, hardly ever uses it, but when she uses it, it's powerful, and it's because it's charisma-based. Molly's charisma is through the roof. Yeah. Does it- feel to you like they're intimidated by kind of like being a lot annoyed (laughs) no don't forget that hodge is like clued into me so hodge would be standing behind me like heckles raised and growling and stuff as well i imagine that's a pretty scary picture sorry my correctile dysfunction just went off heckles (laughs) yeah Heckles. heckles is something that a heckin good boyo does oh heckles yeah sorry yeah you're right you're completely right correct me oh i just got so hard when you said that um (laughs) it's the hardest thing anyone can ever say to me (laughs) i nearly spat my cup of tea everywhere i love my sex tape have we all just been watching fucking what is that program with amy santiago title of her sex tape constantly brooklyn how i met your mother no, it's not. It's, yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, I've sure. been I've Jereen, been watching it lately. Jereen, yeah, Jereen says, "Oh, uh, no, um, definitely not trying to uh, to fuck anyone." Um, oh, don't speak too soon, mate. Couple of woohees, you know. We'll see what happens. And, and I, he, yeah, he he walks down the passage, and it's yeah. not far. It's just like a. Um, it, it looks like it's been carved um, through a very thick stone wall. So it's basically like a hole from one building into another building. Mm-hmm. Cool. And you go through into this building and um, it is, it, it's a lot larger and it's similar to that like finely appointed space in that there's like rugs and there's bookshelves and there's fine furniture, but it also has more of a warehouse type feel mm-hmm. to it. it um, and there's a lot more seating and, and things like that. And um, there's also like lots of doors to what looks like maybe small like cubicle size rooms that are all closed 
Andreen just gestures to like a sitting area and says, "Um, it, it, make make yourselves comfortable. Um, good. Uh, can you can you get some drinks for for our guests, please?" She's like, "Yeah, um, I'm tired, so I'll do that, and then I'll just go to bed." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that that yes, that's fine." And then she just goes and busies herself pouring various liquids into cups and then okay. putting them down on a table. Uh, Bamfor sort of slightly nudges Jorin and goes like, and goes. So are you two like together or? Oh, Bamf. Oh, Bamf. No, don't don't be disgusting. She's like a, I don't know, man. You might have like changed. A, she's like a daughter to me. She's she's one of the you know every every now and then the gang's taken orphans. You you know what it was like for us. You know we yeah, had nowhere I know to what go. It was we, like for us, mate, which is why I'm asking the question. We had the gangs. <laughs> Not everyone does it nice, do they? I'm so well, I disturbed. Guess, <laughs> I guess I guess that's that's a fair comment. Um, but no is is the answer. Um, well, she's just power to you, mate. she's just a very very capable young thief. Um, but uh, yeah, we're we're not here to 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 talk about good. Um, I've no, got, well, I've got we're some, here to talk about some... Spritey yeah. and how he knows oh. about us being in the resistance. How do you know we're in the resistance? Oh. Yes, well, uh, my people. I mean, I I have eyes everywhere. Um, so we kind of saw you yesterday and kept tabs on what you were doing and after you uh marley met met with that sprite uh, last night at, at, at the necropodicon um we decided to follow him too and yeah we overheard him out to talking to the guards out in front of the, the royal keep and, and telling them he's got information about um the resistance and, and some some members who are here to to impersonate messengers try and talk to the former queen and he described you, and I knew I had to tell you. Why? What's in it for you? Uh, well, I mean, I'm no friend of the Empire. Um, they're encroaching on Vice District territory more by the day. Um, and the guards, the the Arkvale, the black and gold, they, they, they tend to think that, you know, uh, their law is the law, even though the Vice District is always kind of been a law unto itself. Um, and you know, I thought I'd also help out an old friend. And he sort of gives like a friendly elbow to Banfor. Uh, Banfor smiles up at him um, while busily scratching something into a half brick. <laughs> Says, "Oh, uh, and uh, I also wanted to talk to you about something else. Um, uh, not under these circumstances, but I guess you know these are the circumstances we've got. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, your your father, Banfor." Um, He's oh, yeah. he's here. Oh, yeah. You don't sound surprised. Did you know this already? Is that why you're here? I mean, sort of. I mean, what do you what do you call a father? That's that's news to Marley, by the way. So she's staring at Bamfor, being like, "No, we're here because we were supposed to be rescuing the queen." Did you know your dad was here? Yeah, I thought he might be. Oh, uh, well, I guess your reconnaissance has has paid off. Uh, he he's he's definitely here. Um, what, what do you know? How much do you know about the killing grounds? Fair bit. Does what it says in the can, I assume. I've got tickets, yeah. and Marley pulls the golden tickets out of her corset is like waving them around i'm very excited apparently it's amazing everybody's losing their shit according to the dm in an intro (laughs) 
he says, oh, uh, you, you splurged on Noble Box tickets. That- yeah, I was trying to go under, like, not be me. You, you must have quite a lot of gold. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a spectacle. Uh, even even on a bad day, it's still pretty amazing. Um, Apparently the guy yeah. is incredible. He's, like, never been beaten, like, super champion. Uh, yeah, well, the, the, the champion, that's, that's Banfor's father. Marley's jaw hits the ground. <laughs> like... Uh, Bamfor has accidentally carved his way all the way through the half brick, uh, and it shatters in his hand. <laughs> oh, uh, um, and you notice that his knuckles are white on the knife handle. Says, well, well. To be fair, I, I haven't had confirmation that that that, that he's your father, but it, it's uncanny if if he's not. Um, Holy Urzak, yeah. this is crazy. Um. Bamfor um, stands up and sort of just takes a minute and just walks over to a post or pillar, um, sort of stands there glowering darkly for a couple of moments and then punches it as hard as he can. Okay, roll a constitution save. Does the building need to roll one? <laughs> <laughs> yep, when Bamfor's mad. Um, that's 21 on natural. Okay, yeah, no, you don't hurt your hand, but yeah, you wallop the this beam and, like, you send chunks of stone flying off it. Uh, Marley's jaw is still on the ground. Banfor <laughs> cracks his knuckles and goes and sits back down. Says, ah, well, well, yes, it's, you see, he's he's been the, the, the champion for, well, as long as I've been in the city, so well over a decade. Um, and the, the first time I, I ever had enough gold to to go to the the killing grounds I, I i got lucky enough to to see his face close up um on one of the uh, projections and it was like looking at you but you know less and then looks at you and then says but less sort of uh no no offense friend but me less, less disfigured and uh but still you know he's got scars and bruises you know as, mm. as a experienced fighter would would, would have um Yep. So I, I, I nat- naturally, I did made me think of you, and I, I did some, some asking around, and, and I mean, there's not a lot of information about him, but I did find that he he's from Darjin, which, which makes sense, um, being where you and I were were raised, and um, his name's Talkin Graves. Does that mean anything to you? Oh God, that's so familiar. We've definitely heard that name before. Uh, Bamfor sort of grumbles and says I'm fucking sure it would be mate if I'd ever met the cunt well um, I, if, if you're going to the killing grounds you'll at least get to see him fight I'm sure I will do you guys have anything you want to talk to him about I've got a list of things that he's going to say uh, I stop him for a second and I say I'm sorry I'm sorry uh, if you're going to talk to Bamfor about things that have left more of a scar on him than his face, maybe you want to supply him with some whiskey if you want to get a good conversation out of him. I know that seems backwards, but I have found that it seems to work. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that that makes sense. Um, I did see him, or some of my people reported that, that he swigs back the old drink or two. Um, and then, yeah, he goes to where... Good had been making drinks. 
and then grabs like a flask out and just brings the whole thing like it, it, he goes for a second to, to pour it into a cup and then he just goes meh and brings the whole flask over and just puts it in Banfor's hand forcibly says yeah um sorry you you, you probably need this yeah Marley uh, yeah yeah uh, Banfor just says uh no thank you very much uh puts it down spits and starts sharpening his axe blade yeah, okay. uh, we're reaching territory I've never seen before, mate. So you better keep talking and keep talking fast. Yeah, well, um, uh, well, I, I, I guess I, I had um, one of the points of business that I, I wanted to talk to you about is uh, I'm sure you've heard by now um, about Bruckham. Uh, he was brutally murdered in the, in the streets of the Vice District a few hours ago and I suspect you were involved. I, I know that he had his eye on you. Um, and, I mean, people have been trying to deal with him for years. Well, I certainly have. He's been untouchable. Banff? Well, it took me about a minute and a half in an alleyway, mate. Whew. Well, I mean, that confirms my theory. Um, you really are the champion's son, that's for sure. Um, well, at least he fucked the champions. At least he fucked my mother. Son means father. Father means knowing. Um, well, and and your your plan with the poison tip. Um, I've learned. I've I've interrogated a, a few of your members. Um, my apologies for, for for that. I I felt it necessary to know what was going on in, in my district. <laughs> Sorry, Jules wants to know how that went because <laughs> Jules, having listened to the episodes, knows that they were pretty tortured to begin with. Um, so, um, surely it didn't take much. So, uh, this is, uh, well, Banford just scratched this on a brick before breaking it. Uh, That's sp- a, a picture brick. of Spritey. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, Marley, roll a perception check. Mm. Amazing. Okay, that's a 14 on the dice, plus 3, 17. Uh, yeah, you happen to notice that there is um, like an iron, like a small iron bar, sort of like a um, uh, like a bike stand in a way, like so, like a bent iron bar yeah. with, handcuff, with handcuffs attached to it. And there's like a small pool of blood next to it. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Technically, his torture methods are probably more humane than Bamfor's. <laughs> but I, 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 I learned a little bit about what you're planning and you've got a, a drug that you're trying to distribute and, and you're turning the, the poison tip into sort of a, a sorghumal death cult. Um, I just well, want you to know that... Fear, shall we say? Therefore, are you dealing drugs? <laughs> no, I'm not dealing. Distributing. <laughs> Providing. <laughs> okay. I just, yeah, I just want you to know that I'm... I'm you know, you you have my resources at your disposal. I'm I'm on your side here. Um, the the poison tip have long been sort of a rudderless ship, if you will. Um, but now that they have leadership, they might actually prove to be a, a useful and productive part of the vice district. Um, With drugs, Molly's like so confused. <laughs> he just looks at you and goes, "It's it's all currency." Um, came for. Just uh, sort of. Are there any windows in the 
there are a couple of very very high up small windows that you mm. can't see any obvious way of how they would ever be opened but like can we see through them you can see like moonlight shining in through them so i know sort of which way towards like i know which way east or west or whatever it would be yeah i'd say you have a good handle on that anyway and i mean you could roll survival to see if you do i'll roll survival but then again so would everyone else have to um because i mean the 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 point um 16 um therefore gestures towards the uh the wealthy districts and says well i just figure let's pull some of the money here where the people are and buy iron with it and then whose city is it absolutely i i agree with you 100 percent. and he reaches out a hand to shake your hand like four and four takes his hand and shakes it hard cool um and he says uh, and uh, i mean and, and back to one of the uh in, initial things we, we we spoke of um the the resistance um i it, how exactly how how strong is it what what do you think is the likelihood it'll it'll be able to take any effect against Arkvale at all. I mean, is it stone for a while? Is it stones thrown at a giant or or is it more realistic than that? (sighs) It's hard to say at the moment because we're actually in the process of gathering more people that could actually make change. So we're still in grassroots stages. I mean, our whole mission here. And Molly's like, you seem to know all about it. So, I mean, do you know what we're here to do? Well, I only know what my people overheard Spritey telling the guards, um, that you want to meet with the former queen and talk to her about some underground city. That's that's really the full extent of the knowledge that's reached us. All right. Well, I'm trusting you here with this bit of knowledge. Molly's quite trusting. <laughs> We know. Yeah, remember, we you, know. Can, you can you can cast a tech thoughts as well. I know, I know, but I, you know, um, we're here to see if she wants to get out, because someone like her would be useful for motivating people to join the resistance. Oh, ab- absolutely. Um, it's in in the early days uh, of of Arkvale taking over the the kingdom. She certainly tried to build up a, a, a force of, of freedom fighters, um, but they were very quickly quelled. So we have a force, but not much motivation well, yet. Not much. I mean, because it's like, where do you, it's like we're bees stinging a, you know, a giant at the moment. It's, it's too hard. There's too many things going on. There's too many pieces in motion. We need to get a big plan together and we need a big force to do so. And she's one of the starts of that. Well, I've, I've, I've got an idea that, I mean, I, I think it might be a very good way to get a lot of people on side quickly, but it's high risk um, if you're willing to hear it. And Marley thinks yeah, for a lawful. second, looks around to where she is. She's lawful good, by the way, so she looks around at where she is and she can see, like, all sorts of crime and dodginess going on everywhere. And she's like, tell me your plan. Uh, Bamfor looks up from um, sort of rearranging the dirt under his nails with uh, with a little piece of wood and waves his hand 
um, sort of decadently is in a go on maneuver. He says, um, "Well, uh, you you need people to to see that you know the resistance is a worthwhile cause. You need people to see that 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 you know standing up against Arkvale isn't a fruitless endeavor. You you need people to see a show of of what the resistance can do. Correct." Yes, but we want to do that in the right way with the right backup. The last thing we want to do is have people stand up and then be annihilated for their efforts. Well, with I mean, with Bruckham out the way, I, I, I'm I guess I'm the de facto uh, highest ranking person left in the vice district. So I, I guess I have most of the gangs here under my thumb for the time being, and until someone else fills the vacuum. Um, so. I, I mean, I, I could rally most of the vice district to to that cause. Um, so you've got a few thousand people at your disposal in that regard. Yes, but uh, what would but we do with them? I, I mean, I don't know. That's up to your imagination. But uh, uh, one thought I had that that you, I mean, the, the risk is is extreme, but the reward is much more so. Um, the the guards that that are, are that are after you um, for for being members of the resistance they 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 want to capture you and General Porton um, will most likely want to make an example of you and the most the most public way possible and the way he'll do that is probably by throwing you in the killing grounds to face whatever it is they've found that that's causing such a stir. Mm. So essentially, you'll be executed in front of a hundred thousand people. You're not telling me any good news yet, mate. Um, that my advice is to is to let them capture you, go willingly, fight in the killing grounds, and survive, and show a hundred thousand people that what you're doing is 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 something is, is strong. That that you are strong people to to be followed. Show them what you can do. Show them you're a beacon. Fight Bamfor's dad. And Marley's slightly confused. <laughs> or, or whatever beasts it is they've gathered, it's it's not always the champion that fights. Bamfor's uh, looking at Marley with an eyebrow raise. Marley is actually considering it. I mean, it's really fucking dumb. I mean, it's... But I like it. It's just dumb enough to be perfect for the Apple Squadeth. But how would this how would this get with a couple of spicy additions? Well, we were the Apple Squadeth, alright. We're a bit testy about why we're only two people at the moment. (laughs) Um Banfor says um to Jareen, um what sort of strength of numbers do you have? Well, like I mean, the the gloves themselves. We we have about um, a hundred and fifty members at at any given time. Um, some come and go as they leave or return to the city from various uh, reconnaissance missions. But uh, and and the, and of course, your your gang, the the poison tip, is 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 not large. It's only twenty odd um, people at, at my last count. But um, how many gangers are in the vice district proper? Oh, uh, well, you know, well over, well over 500, you know, maybe even a thousand. 
Uh, Bamfor looks at Marley, sort of questioningly. We need to talk to the resistance about this before we make any big moves. You're not wrong. Well, th- there th- any mercenaries th- around? Oh, well, I'm sure we could ask around and find some. Please you might do. Have, yeah, I, I can do that on your behalf. I, I would advise that you lay low for at least a few days. Unless you do plan on getting caught by Arkvale and... Oh, did you hear about the giant robotic scorpion? A giant clockwork scorpion? Yeah, yeah we killed like it. Seven or eight minutes, I'd say. Yeah, it didn't last long. Nope. Anyway, that's... Uh, you know, things are getting crazier by the day, it seems. Uh, sure it all, it all sort of happened um, when you how arrived. Much, how much cash does Marley have on her? Uh, probably not much now because she spent most of it. Um, How much this, we've got in reserve? Uh, I do have that written down somewhere, but you've... Uh, you you took, still have, like, well over 15,000 jewels. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, so he took 17,000 on him. Mm. And gems, which means... Gems. Yeah, which means there was 13,000 worth of gems left plus about 70,000 worth, no, 50,000 worth of gold and 20,000 worth of silver. That's what I've got written down here. So we've still got quite a lot. Because um, Marley only spent a couple of hundred, really. Banfor looks um, to Marley and back to Jareen and says, all right, I reckon we get captured, yeah day after tomorrow uh yes that that's the the big event so I mean, tomorrow in, evening let's get captured and in the meantime I, I i can have all the gloves out dispersing throughout the city beyond the vice district spreading antioch vale sentiment mm, yeah get them to do that and then get them all tickets to the big show and make uh, sure they're all standing near the arc vale box seats says oh uh you want i, I Hmm. And then you see him sort of doing sums in his head of like how much money that's going to cost him, and and he says, "I, I, if I Let's... can even get tickets this this late, no, I, I heard they were selling quite quickly. Um, find out who bought them, take them from those people. Yes, you're, <laughs> you're, you're a right. gang, mate. Think like a gang. You're right. What what kind of um, master thief would I be if I couldn't achieve uh, on, getting, man, my hand, getting my hand getting my hands on a few tickets? <laughs> Well, it does look like these are going to be going spare and Marley's looking at them forlornly. She was looking forward to, like, sitting in the stands and, like, watching. It's going to feel so fancy. Yeah. Uh, Um, um, In a friendly fashion, puts his arm around her and says, Now, mate, we need to plan ourselves a coup. Yeah. I think that's a good place to end the episode. We we need to plan, plan ourselves a coup. Um, yeah. What were you going to say, George? I was going to say there's so much more I needed to actually organise. Oh, yeah. No, do do that. Do that, please. This time. <laughs> okay. Um, because for starters, message to resistance. Obviously, that's a thing that needs to happen. Mm. Yeah. We'll do some admin. Let's do admin. Okay, yeah. So you'll need to you'll need to find a wizard who can cast a sending spell. Yeah. Or, mm. or or send a pigeon. Sure. Um, I'd like to. Send a message to Spratty, letting him know 
how much I enjoyed playing with him the other night. Um, and yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you conniving bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, how much I enjoyed playing with him the other night. I'd really love to meet up with him again. I've got a gig in a completely different bar this time. Um, and if he could drop by, that would be great. Uh, and tell me the name of, uh, some real dodgy bar in um, the Vice District that, like, the gloves would have well under lock and key. Uh, yeah, well, the only bar we've established in the in the Vice District is the Bitches Bollock, which right. um, also Brookham's Fighting Club. Oh yeah, the the Seven Brutes, oh, the Brutes Club. Um, Brutes Club. Mm, which, yep. Yeah, I mean that's going to be power vacuumed right now. <laughs> There's gonna yeah, and there's gonna be a lot of big boys hanging around with nothing to do. Yeah, cool. Okay, so I basically <laughs> tell him that I've got a gig there because there's a big fight going on, and there's time for some champion songs, um, and that I'd love for him to join me there before we go to see the Queen. Okay, so do you tell Jareen that you need to send a few messages? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, um, then he he's, he says. Oh, um, now or, or can it wait till morning? And he sort of looks out the, the moonlit window. It cannot wait. Uh, okay. Um, uh, g- give me a moment to think. I've, I've got some people, um, who are retrieving your belongings from the Necropodicon right now. Um, they should be back any minute. And cool. um, when they, and, uh, and, and Banfor, you, we weren't quite sure of your whereabouts, where, where you were staying. Good. Um, why? Why, why would you ever want to know that? Or to retrieve your belongings, because I'm not sure if you should go back there in case the Empire has found you. Where are your mice, the by boys. the way? You got, have you got any of my boys still here? Uh, no, we, we, we only had one, and we, we let, let him go a, a few hours ago. Well, grab another and bring him here. Uh, for, for what purpose? Well, maybe I want to tell him where I live so I can go get my stuff. He and I are bonded under Sorgamore. Unless you want... Do you want to join? Uh, I've got point. the brand. I can get it. Uh, nope, you've, you've persuaded you sure? me. Uh, you have persuaded me, old All friend. Right, we'll go get one um, then. Jesus. Um, he, go, he goes over to one of the closed like cubicle doors um, and just like taps on it gently and it opens and like a, a, a very sleepy um, uh, tabaxi um, woman comes out and, and she says, uh, What? And he's like, yeah, yeah, um, sorry, uh, but, um, and then whispers something. Do you want to try and hear what he says? Uh, yes, please. Okay, roll perception. Uh, 18 minus 1, 17. Nice. Uh, yep, you, you, you hear him say, uh, okay, so, um, uh, we need you to go and find, uh, one of the poison tip. And she's like, what? Why do I need, just, just do it, um, please. He said, oh, fine. What, and bring him back here? Yeah, bring, bring, whoever you find, just bring them back here. Uh, and then the, the tabaxi woman, like, slumps out and she turns, she gives you the finger on her way out. Banfor <laughs> like, throws a finger at her. <laughs> she dodges out the way and looks disgusted. <laughs> and yeah, she leaves. Come. Um, and then Jareen says, all right, so uh, you need to send a, a message. Um, well, a couple actually. Oh, he said, oh, I, I don't know. It'll be expensive this time of night. I'm going to have to get someone else up out of bed. That's fine. I'll deal with that. 
How do you think I got uh, these tickets and I'm waving them at him again? He says, okay, uh, I will be back soon. And he himself leaves as well. Now cool. it's just you two in the Gloves headquarters. For, I'd say, uh, 30 minutes passes. Do you do yeah. anything in that 30 minutes? Uh, not particularly. Sort of okay. has a little kick around. Uh, sharpen some things, weights. Yeah, so um, in walks the tabaxi woman, um, dra- almost dragging behind her, um, one of your boys. Uh, Banfor sticks up a finger goes, and cocks the finger and draws him over to a, a corner. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, boss, but what, what do you need? It's like midnight. What What is it? What the fuck is going on? Why is everyone getting to bed early in the vice district these days? What is going every- on? Not it's everyone. midnight. You should be waking not, up, mate. Not everyone, but I was, a, I was about, four, uh, I was about to go around to bed. the head very hard. Oh. Uh, sure, Good. Sure. Righto, are we listening? Yes. Uh, Banfor gives him the details of um, his lodgings and tells him to clear out his room and bring it there. Oh, uh, the maker house. Um, Banfor also uh, hands him uh, a, a a gold and tells him to take the lady a bottle of whiskey and give her the rest, give her the change. Okay. The lady on the desk, and um, he then asks him um, how spreading the good word is going. Uh um, yeah um, we we haven't got any new recruits yet, but I mean people are excited that there's there's going to be a new product uh, on the streets. Coming. What do you mean uh, no new recruits? Well, you know, we, people get one look at the brand and they're like, oh. Actually, I changed my mind. <laughs> Did you change your mind? Well, I didn't get much of a chance. <laughs> exactly. Do I oh, have I to get... spell it out, mate? Oh, I get your point. Um, don't take no for an answer. Got it. Yeah, so, all right. Uh, as always, uh, yeah, so let, let's increase membership uh, to at least 100 uh, in the next couple of days, or I'll cut your knuckers off, all right? Um... He gulps like very cartoonish. Oop! <laughs> he goes, "Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Um, back soon." Uh, and he... Then Banfor turning away spins back around and um, plants one right in his cheekbone. <laughs> um, and while he's spitting blood, says, "That's so you don't forget." And then wanders off back to his mate. He leaves a trail of blood on his way out. <laughs> um, and as he walks out, in walks um, Jareen with a um, like an elderly human man in like a like a flowing uh like gray robe like a long wizard's robe or maybe like it's his pajamas i don't know <laughs> and he's bald he's, he's he's bald um he's got like liver spots and like you can visibly see like spots all over him and he just he says okay i don't know who you are but dream said you need something done right now it's gonna cost you Get it over with. I'm, I want to go to bed. Thank you. Uh, yeah, elder, noble, <laughs> blessed man. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> both, both Marley and me. Um, uh, and is is um, is genuinely thankful. Um, and guys, trust me, I have the money. It's more important that the message is sent with quality and quickness. Well, I can do those two things. 
What's your name, good sir? Frimka. Frimka? And where do you live, good sir? Oh, quite frankly, think that's none of your business. Fantastic. But so we know what is and is not each other's business. Good, good, good. We're going to get along just fine. Um, I need two messages sent. How much information do I need to tell you about where they're going? Well, we can do this a few ways. Quickest, easiest way is I could do a sending spell. You can send 25 words to someone, anyone you know in the realm. And as long okay. as they know you, they'll be able to identify who it came from and be able to uh, give you a quick reply. Okay. That sounds like what I need. Got 500 gold. I'll pay you it. Let's get the messages done. I like you. Hurry up. <laughs> All right. So I send them what I said about Spritey. Okay, to Spritey. So can you condense the Spritey message into 25 words-ish? I'm not going to count, but... Okay. But essentially, got good gig at Brutes Club. Loved playing with you the other day. Join me again for fun. Something like that. Okay. Um, Tonight. The, Tomorrow? Yeah, so Tomorrow night. You say that, yeah, as you say that, like those words at, so you, you like, um, Frimka like gestures for you to like speak at him. And while you're speaking, he sort of like form, like repeatedly over and over forms like a circle shape with his hands for you mm -hmm. to speak into the, into the circle. Cool. And like there's like crackling energy in his hands, like, like he's forming some kind of um, like uh, ball for the message to enter. And the words go into it and then he stops and then he waits and he just stands there as if he's expecting something. And then um, he starts doing that with his hands again and you hear back in your head. Um, oh, Molly. Yes, absolutely. I'd love to see you again tomorrow, um, noon at the Brutes Club. Cool. Molly just nods to herself. Yeah. Thank you. That's one. Oh, there's more than that? Yes. I'll pay for it if it costs more. And, um, he's so I gonna, just... He's not going to argue. <laughs> yeah. Um, if... So I just say a name. Was that how this works? Um, it's just who you you know in your mind who this is for. And it okay, cool. Them. All right, cool. Um, to the next person, if you. Okay, he he starts. Readies himself. Um, struck problem. Arcvale knows we're resistance. Um can't get to the queen um, and um, need um, need rep on ground here or something like that need rep on ground here like what do you mean by that like a representative of the resistance here that I can talk to you you are that okay uh, so maybe so can't get to Queen, and then put, um, uh, have plan, need advice. Okay. And who's that for? Zathan Cray. Okay. 
Um, okay, yep, so the um, Frimka stops making the circle with his hands, again waits 40, 50 seconds, and then starts doing the hands thing again, and coming into your mind is Zathan's voice say, Oh, uh, Mali, um, yes, uh, I'm sorry I can't help, um, have left Dantonia in hands of Priestess, city going well, thank you for warning. Okay. So no help at all. Yeah, no help at all. But you learn that Zathan's not there anymore. It's true. What's Zathan up to? What are they doing? Who bloody knows? Um, Molly shrugs to herself and kind of goes, well, I've done all I can for the meantime. How much do I owe you, Frimka? Uh, well, I'm in a slightly better mood than I was before. It's going to cost you 500 each. We'll call it 600. Total? Yeah. Sorry about this. And without any kind of warning, just puts the key in the air, turns it, opens the door. <laughs> he jumps back. What is that? <laughs> I don't know if anything comes out because we haven't really talked to Hayden since the la di da di da. <laughs> no, nothing. Yeah, cool. So I just drop my hand in, wiggle it around, sort of pull up a few coins and gems and stuff until I think I've got about 600 worth of gold yeah. and put that in his hands. Okay. So he takes this big pile of gold. He's like, oh, uh, okay. That was a quicker payment than I was expecting. But I told you I'd pay you for him, Kara. I, I value good work. Good night, I guess. Thank you. I may need you again. Uh, well, uh, Doreen knows where to find me, and then he, like, shuffles his way out. Excellent. Cool. Well, that wasn't really any kind of help, but I did all that I can think of to do, so... You set up an ambush for Spritey. That's cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I pass on, I pass on, essentially, what I've done to Doreen. Yeah. And I ask for his help with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he gives you a wicked grin and on his like uh, semi-demonic tiefling face that it looks very dark and evil and he just goes oh I'll help excellent thank you and um, and, Bamf was and little mate mm. yeah I was just like mate. and Bamfi Marley falls over hits the couch and goes to sleep so Hodge sits right by her <laughs> Uh, Banfall's little mate shows up with all his stuff. Uh, Banfall clues him in, says to pass it back. That the rule to be at the killing grounds around the royal booths or around the Arkvale booths, um, armed and ready to fight uh, on X date. And then turns back um, to Jareen and the now uh, almost fully asleep room, claps his hand, says, Well, this is going to be fun. Um, finishes off the bottle of whiskey that was left by him. And passes out with Hodge on the floor. Great. And that is the end of the episode. Yep. Yay. Yay. Banfall's going to murder the fuck out of his father, by the way. Yeah, that's that really threw me for a loop. Everything you're doing is throwing me for a loop. Fuck that dickhead. Pardon? Fuck that dickhead, man. Oh, totally Fucking leave me alone. 
totally understandable sentiment. I mean, there is there really, is- I sh- should have seen Spritey portraying as coming because we did force him into the resistance. He didn't want to join at all. So. I'm still going to beat that little fucker to death with a brick. I'm telling you that right now. Plus, he is just a, an overall shady, dishonest, lying little. He's, he's just a tiny little jerk. Uh, also, Tiny Little Jerk is the name of your sex tape. <laughs> Wait, so the champion is Banfor's long-lost dad? Marley wants to ambush Spritey at the Brutes Club? Jareen wants the Squatteth to surrender and possibly die in the killing grounds? This whole resistance thing better be worth it because everything, and I mean everything, is on the line. Oh, and don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Faderbison, or email Faderbison at gmail.com. Or check out our family-friendly spin-off show, The Gigantic Adventures of Jeff and Simon, on all major podcast apps. Or join us on the Necropoticon Discord server to chat with us in real time. All right, thanks everyone for listening, downloading, doing the things that you do. I'm DM Brad. See you later. Hello everyone. Adam here from the Gunpowder Treason No Plot podcast. The show you've just listened to is part of the Necropoticon network. Visit necropoticon.com for a host of other podcasts, including our own misadventures in a 5th edition homebrew world of mad gods, crazed cults and violent revolutions. Check out our new episodes every Monday on the Necropoticon Network.